these are your morning announcements. The Retro Club will be meeting today to discuss Ready to Rumble. And a reminder that open tryouts for the wrestling team will be held in the gym after school today. So come and try out if you're not a pussy. Hey, we can't say that. Hello and welcome to the Retro Club. We're your host Megan and John. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> you know, I just noticed that this this stand says Hala music. I think it's Ola. I'm gonna say Hala, like okay. City of Squala. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> hi guys. We're welcome back. Back. <laughs> um, I was getting my notes pulled up. Sorry. All right. Well. Oh, we're what's happened what, this week? It's like mid December already. Metal, which yeah, is insane. I've not bought a single present. Your guys' presents are in my thoughts and prayers right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're not under my tree. I'll tell you that. Um, it's been hard to do anything with the tree. Man, we put our tree up uh, this past weekend. And yeah, we're not one of those people that like puts up before Thanksgiving or even the day after Thanksgiving. Right. Not anymore. With a, having a child, it's like, we'll get to it when we get to it. So <laughs> we put our tree up. <clears throat> I was all excited. And then Jordan decided she did not want ornaments on the tree and quickly uh, de- de- undecorated, de-decorated, what mm-hmm. was I going to say? She took the ornaments she off ripped, the dang tree. She ripped the bulbs off. As far as her Can little hands that? would reach. and I didn't realize how far up she got on the tree. She got like a good third of the way up that tree. Mm-hmm. I don't even, what is it, like and a she's short. nine foot tree or something? It, mm-hmm. It's big. It's a big tree. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. Our kid is fascinated because this isn't her first christmas but it is her first christmas that she's up and mobile and is starting to understand the things that are going on around her (laughs) so uh she's very interested in the tree uh and then speaking of decorating we're having a little penny war at my work so i thought it'd be cute to i have my own office i know i'm a big deal but uh <laughs> i decided to decorate because they're like you can decorate I as a group. you lunch you, to yes, your new office. yeah you did um they said you could decorate as a group i'm sure they were referring to like the people in the cubicles and then you, they said or you could decorate alone i'm like well it's just me you know my team is all spread over different states so mm-hmm. i'll just decorate by myself and I thought I did a really cute job. I decorated like the Polar Express and whatnot. And I was like, mine's really cute. And then I went and looked at, this is the thing that's not fair about groups. I went and looked at the group project at the other end of the hall. Yeah, they killed you guys. Holy, me. They killed me. It's just me. <laughs> oh, well, they killed and, everybody. Uh, they did like a Christmas village. Each cubicle was like a different shop. It was really cool. I, I'm so mad. I'm and you didn't even put forth that kind of effort. They put forth so much effort. Like they've had to have had it planned for a long time. Don't you dare. I bet they had it planned. And then they said, hey, we should do a penny war knowing full well that they had been planning this for months. And now 
Because the thing is, the the point of the donations is that the winner gets to give their money to a charity of their choice. You just sound bitter. I am. I'm mad. I did. I felt really accomplished, and no one on my end of the hall decorated except for me. I just a bunch of Scrooges over there. Not <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of bitter old biddies. Yeah, they're just too busy to decorate. Sitting over there, they're like, mm. and then I, yeah, the other end of the hall, I was like, what? <laughs> so upset yeah when i came over to see you and i they walked me around it i was like wow like this is better it's better than our park Mm, it was never ending they're like and over here we have this i said okay had a snack station and everything they did golly anyway so you didn't do anything your light didn't even light up the i wanted to get a light to put on my door maybe i will you could you get one of those touch yet. lamps. That's what I want to get. Well, you know, just the Christmas spirit has been knocked out of me, so who <laughs> may not buy any presents. What's going on you're with like, you, John? You're like Lloyd and Harry, just uh, getting worked on Christmas. I uh, guess, sure, yeah. What's going on in your life? Not a lot. I mean, let's see. That's it. Not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> My team got beat three to nothing. The Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. So whoopsie. Yeah, low scoring game in sixteen years. Ever? No, in sixteen years. I well, I know, but I'm saying like in the last sixteen years of all teams that have played, mm-hmm. that's the lowest scoring game. Mm-hmm. That's a not defen- ever in the NFL. That's a defensive game. I'm sure the lowest yeah, scoring game is probably zero zero. Uh I don't know. I I'd have to look if I had to guess it was probably like two nothing. Somewhere in there, there's got to be a game that just someone got a safety and the other team didn't score. And that was the only thing that happened in the game. Mm. That sounds like a defensive-minded game. Yeah. I got to sneeze. Um, <laughs> what else is going on <laughs> while I fight this sneeze? Oh, that NBA in-season in tournament ended, mm-hmm. finally. It was not mm-hmm. bad. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I well, I just, I got some, I got to, if you want to just hush up, I can finish my part. All right. <laughs> So, I don't know why, but the Lakers announced they're going to hang a banner for that. And I don't know why they're going to do that. What, did they win? Yeah, they won the whole thing. But it's not a like a real championship, you know? And now they're going to start making all these new rules for it. And I'm like, wow, this is weird. Because now it was announced they might do, like, if you win this tournament, you automatically get a spot in the uh, playoffs. I don't agree with that at all because then you could just tank the rest of the year and don't not even do anything. Well, I don't know about basketball. <laughs> That's fine. I was putting it out there for people. <laughs> Anything else? I feel like there's something big we're missing. Oh, me. I've lost 54 pounds now. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I'm... Staying on track, I've been really, really focused and loyal to everything I'm doing. That makes one of us. <laughs> Can't always be about you. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, this week's movie, um, we're not going with a like a theme, a holiday theme, Christmas, winter, whatever theme. Um, Can it technically be a... Well, no, it can't be. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to do, but don't do it. <laughs> Can we say it's a uh, 
It's a well, no, it's not even a fantasy movie. No, it's not. Wait, technically it can be because one of the characters uh, lives a lot in his head. Okay, that's literally how the movie starts. Um, no. So this week's movie (laughs) we're covering. We decided because we've got some changes coming that we keep hinting at, and yes, we will get there eventually. Um. We wanted to cover some movies we've been talking about covering and we're like, why wait? Why wait for an opera, you know, for the right time of year? Who cares? Let's just talk about movies that make us happy and make us laugh. (laughs) So the movie we're going with this week is Ready to Rumble, (laughs) which it's um, a fun movie. It's it's super fun. It's a ridiculous movie. (laughs) It's not the worst movie on that we've covered, but it's um. As well, a matter of fact, to me, it's one of David Arquette's better mil- movies. And that's, you know, when I give that's you the numbers, it's gonna that's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, um, no, it, it is a movie that we've watched a lot. Both of us have. We mm-hmm. quote it a lot. It always ends up coming up at like family gatherings at my house for some reason. Um, it's one of those movies that are really quotable for no reason. <laughs> it's got a lot of good one-liners in mm-hmm. it, and I will say that. So... Yeah, this movie is not, I wouldn't call it a winter movie for me. It's not, I mean, I'll watch it whenever. It's funny, but. Oh, yeah, I could watch this movie whenever. This one's just kind of out of the blue. It was actually released uh, April 7th, 2000. Mm-hmm. Rang in the new year, sort of, kind of. The movie also features the Millennium Man, uh, uh, Sid Vicious. So it makes total sense because that's when they brought him back. Hmm, Okay. Um, and you know what sucks? This is kind of a retro movie. It's 23 years old. Yeah. Yuck. It's about to be 24 years old. This movie opened up in 2,585 theaters, which is like... What? A lot. (laughs) For what it did. I mean, there was a lot of empty seats in those theaters. (laughs) Did it really? Yes, it did. And it's opening week. This, I mean, according to the internet, which can never be wrong, of course. Right, this I, is. <laughs> I wouldn't think because WCW would have to spend a huge amount of money just to get, make sure it got pushed that hard, and they were like, ugh, well, dying. it didn't. Uh, it didn't do well. <laughs> uh, first, we'll talk about the movies that were in theaters at the time. This is what it came up against. Really quick, not mm-hmm. much longer after this movie got released, WCW closes doors in two thousand one. Oh boy, that sucks. <laughs> Maybe this was their last hurrah to like bring it to life and it just didn't, <laughs> did not work. But this is what it came up against. Uh, number one in theaters that week was Rules of Engagement, which... I can't remember that movie at all. I know the... seems like a Matthew McConaughey movie, but I don't think... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's actually not a bad guess. Uh, number two was Aaron Brockovich. Which people always tell me is Julia Roberts' best movie. I'm like, no, it's not. Pretty just Woman. Be- yeah, just because she won an Oscar for it doesn't make it her best film. Number three was The Road to El Dorado. That's a cartoon. I, that's the cartoon. Yeah, it was a DreamWorks movie, so I'm pretty sure that's... Um, a guy at DreamWorks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four was Return to Me, which that one I don't know. I have no clue. Number five was The Skulls. I got nothing. I, I have no guess idea. guess that's a movie with, uh, what's the blonde chick's name that was with uh, Tom Cruise for a long time? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Okay. I was going to say Renee Zellweger for some reason. Um, 
Oh, they were in uh, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Ready to Rumble came in at number six. That's not a bad open. I don't think it went much higher, though. I kind of No, it probably (laughs) fell off next week. Number seven was Romeo Must Die. With Jet Li? Oh. I might have seen that. That's hip hop. (laughs) Oh, okay. Eight was High Fidelity. That's a good movie with John Cusack. I made you watch it with me not too long ago. Did we? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Number nine was Final Destination. Uh, this was the start of a scarred generation. You know, no one could ever drive behind a log semi after this. Mm-hmm. Is this also <laughs> the one where the kid's sitting in the pool and his uh, intestines get sucked out? Because of the jet or whatever? I don't know. I don't remember. They're, they're all the same movie. This one, though, this is the the original. This is the first Final Destination. This is the one. Devin Sawa was, um, you know, he had better days. Uh, <laughs> and then number 10 was American Beauty. Who doesn't love a good old-fashioned taboo love story, you know? <laughs> but Final Destination, how are you going to have a title like Final Destination and not be the final? I, what? It, it's because it's that individual's final destination. But don't they come back in, a, in one of the sequels? One of them does from the... She she skipped death. She outsmarted Not death. Not the final then. It, it was coming for her. Number two got her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready to rumble is what we're talking about. It is rated PG-13. Um, yeah, that's fair. I, I mean... Yeah, I wouldn't. It's not. There's nothing terrible about it. There's no nudity or nothing. Mm -mm. It. it, I mean, it's got some like lowbrow comedy, but Mm -hmm. a lot of dick and fart jokes. The genre is comedy sport and fantasy. Wrestling is a sport. (laughs) It's not fake. It's not fake. (laughs) Has a running time of an hour and forty-seven minutes. Actually, I would never have guessed it was longer than an hour and twenty. Yeah, I mean, they use their time wisely. It goes, yeah. <laughs> it's full uh, the whole time. <laughs> and I'll give you a little synopsis here. Synopsis. Gordy Boggs and Sean Dawkins. I didn't Hold realize on. that was his last name. What? Their names suck. I just <laughs> realized that seeing it written. Yeah, that's why I was like, Dawkins. Gordy Boggs. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a baseball player. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Sean Dawkins. I'm pretty sure Sean Dawkins played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Gordy Boggs and Sean Dawkins are best friends who operate a sewage truck and idolize pro wrestler Jimmy King. God. After Diamond Dallas Page, and I love in parentheses they put Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> they couldn't just put himself. After Diamond Dallas Page dethrones their hero, Gordy and Sean embark on a mission to help King get his title back. When they finally track him down, however, they discover that King is not too keen on recapturing his former glory. Can the boys find a way to motivate the faded champ? That's not a bad synopsis. No, that, that's way, it's way classier than it should be. <laughs> it's pretty good. How about you guys? Go out and get my free beer. That's You're freaking morons. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it had a budget of $24 million and unfortunately pulled in only half of that. The box office was $12.5 million. It did not yeah, do WCW well. was doomed. And it was directed by Brian Robbins. I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't know what else Brian Robbins has done. This was probably it. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he probably was pretty bummed out and didn't do much (laughs) more after this. No, I guess I could look really quick what Brian did. What'd you do, Brian? 
Brian Robbins. He's also directed, come on, Norbit. Oh, really? I like Norbit. <laughs> Meet Dave. A thousand words. I don't words. like Meet Dave. He is on Eddie Murphy Train. That's all he's been. <laughs> he directed Good Burger in 1997. That's not that. These, these movies all kind of roll together, too. They're all buddy commies, comedies. Hardball with oh, Johnny Reeves. The baseball movie? Mm-hmm. Varsity Blues, which also has. Makes sense because it has so many people from Varsity Blues yeah. in it. So, yeah, what was this, Brian? What happened? You had he probably, some got, he probably got movies. paid because Varsity Blues was a huge movie when it came out. And you got to have somebody that's hot at the time. I guess. It feels like a Varsity Blues movie, too. That's funny. I'm going to run through this cast fast because there are a lot of people. (laughs) I wanted to mention everyone that I could. I know there's people I didn't mention. Leave me be. First one, first on the bill, David Arquette. We know him from the Scream franchise first and foremost, but he was also in Never Been Kissed. It's a good movie. With uh, Drew Barrymore. And Eight-Legged Freaks that I love to bring up for some reason, but I've never seen. I know, you seen. couldn't even bring up Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I did not do that, no. Oliver Platt, who He's plays King. Jimmy King, was in Lake Placid. Mm-hmm. He was also in The Three Musketeers. Underrated Disney movie. Forget. Yep, that came Very out in 87, No, I it didn't. Came out in 94. You, be- you better check. Go ahead. Go. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have the time to check. <sighs> John, why do with you Charlie use me? With Charlie Sheen and uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Do and you I just, think. Okay, John. Well, I'm giving you time to look. What what year do you say? I said like 94. It was 93. You're wrong. Oh. All right. Scott Kahn. Close. <laughs> he plays Sean. Mm-hmm. He was in Ocean's Eleven and Varsity Blues, which was directed by Brian, we said. Diamond <laughs> Dallas Page has a movie career besides this. He was in High Heat. What is High Heat? No idea. I thought you knew. <laughs> I don't just go around following Diamond Dallas Page. You may. I mean... You can join his yoga class, DDP Yoga. Actually, people really should get into that. He's helped a lot of people like <laughs> restructure their frame in life. Based out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember when we were talking to Matt and Tony about actually going to one of the sessions? Yeah. I was all about it. Genuinely interested. <laughs> Tony had me really excited about going and doing it, too. I, I would have done it. Even mm-hmm. if you and Matt skipped out, I would have just went with Tony. <laughs> he was also in The Devil's Rejects, which, like, I don't care. He plays the character you would think, too. He's just white trashy yeah that yeah i kind of figured they're all the same i look that is oh my god (laughs) that's what diamond house page does he's uh devil's rejects that is rob zombie right yeah yeah i don't like rob zombie no same um mr bill goldberg otherwise known as goldberg (laughs) i thought you're gonna call call him william (laughs) no they had him billed as bill goldberg he was in a horror movie called santa slay don't knock it. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not terrible. I've seen worse. Now he was in the Longest Yard with I Adam like that Sandler, movie. which is uh, a, a decent movie, movie. <laughs> yeah. an MTV movie at that. It's a remake. Sting is in this, and the only movie I really saw, I it, I nixed all the WCW, all the wrestling <laughs> like documentaries, so that kind of left me with yeah. the Encounter. Which is that I've a Christian seen. film? Oh, I don't know because I think he's like a hardcore Christian now. Oh, good. Okay. Martin Lando. Who I like Martin Lando. Dow, sorry. He was in Ed Wood. I've yeah. not seen it. And Crimes and Misdemeanors. No Never idea. Heard of that one. I just pulled some random movies. Rose McGowan. Um, she was also in Scream with David Arquette mm-hmm. and Jawbreaker. And she was in the TV series Charmed. She was also in Biodome. She was? Mm-hmm. 
think she was blonde in it. Who was she in Biodome? She was the friend that helped set up a party. Oh, so she's a like a minor character then? Yeah. Okay. Th- that movie launched a lot of careers too. Um, and then the last person I'm going to mention is Joe Pantaleone. Liana? Pa- Pantaleano. Liano, sorry. <laughs> uh, he was in Bad Boys, Baby's Day Out, and Memento. Did I forget something, John? I just picked random movies. I Please. see that. You I did, cannot but how list could you, How can whole... you not put Goonies on there? <sighs> He's also in Goonies there. Like, I would have skipped his whole other one just to put Goonies on there. All right, Jonathan. <laughs> uh, well, since you're so eager to talk, why don't you go ahead and give us your first scene? My first scene is like, uh, it's jumping right into the gun, right out the gun, out the, how, what am I trying to say here? Right out the gate. Right out the gate. Jump in the gun. Yeah. I just, I, I just am so excited about talking about this one. They finally get to this wrestling match after they've... Uh, so this is... Dreaming about it. No, no, no. It's not even that yet. It's... They get their tickets and they're going to see this WCW match where they're... But their t- seats are really terrible. <laughs> yeah. Remember, like, they were actually in, like, where an actual rafter was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they try to move down and there's been this conflict where King's just like a piece of shit. You know, he's screwing people over. He doesn't show up to go over stuff. He thinks he's untouchable. Like he can just show up, do what he wants and leave. Which, well, when we get to like the trivia, there's a lot to talk about. Okay. But (laughs) King just, he's such a jerk for no reason whatsoever mm-hmm. like the guy that made him he is now made bitter towards him and that's like the whole premise of why this movie starts off so hot mm-hmm. i'm playing with a pencil i see that <laughs> it's my fidget leave me be oh, okay so <laughs> the reason why i like this scene so much is uh beforehand gordy and sean make a pact you know don't don't do it you know when he puts the suction thing up to the porta potty Oh, okay. So we're not <laughs> or, at the we're not yeah. at the wrestling or, show. Or or Jimmy King's gonna get hurt. Yeah, they work for a sewage. They it's like their company. company. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, they they clean they clean shitters. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Literally, they'll work. I can't. I can't imagine worse jobs. Like but that sm- one's. I kind of like that smell. Kind of reminds me of French, French toast. toast. <laughs> French toast dipped in shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So he's he's on the crapper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so Sean tells him, don't do it or King, Jimmy King's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So we get to this part where King does get hurt. He gets beat up for real. He gets what well, they call it the four post massacre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is not a thing in wrestling. I never heard of it until they did it in this movie. Yeah. A bunch of dudes come out and one gets on each post and then mm-hmm. they all jump at the same time. Yeah. Top turnbuckle. You see like flying headbutts and splashes. <laughs> And the, and the best thing about it is when Gordy's like, no, no, God. <laughs> like, I could listen to, I, I wish I could just loop that when Gordy's like, no. Like, David Arquette has one of the best screams of any, like, actor I've ever heard. He's so funny in this movie. Oh, my God. <sighs> just like, in, uh, what is it, Never Been Kissed, where uh, he becomes popular eating the big. Coleslaw. Yeah. I'm the coleslaw king of the world. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Well, 
my first scene. Just remember, he's one of the best characters in Scream. He's not bad. Same guy we're talking about. Um, So my first scene follows. It's after the the wrestling match and they're driving home and they drove to the show in their poop truck. First of all, (laughs) they don't have like an actual car Yeah, and uh, they're both crying. (laughs) And they're trying to pretend they aren't crying. It's like stupid allergies. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid tickler allergies. (laughs) (laughs) And he gets, uh, Sean is driving and he gets so So, mad. He starts punching the steering wheel. (laughs) He was so emotional. He hit the steering wheel and it turned really hard. They ended up turning the poop truck over (laughs) and oh, uh, here's the thing. When I watch a movie, I can't stand mess. I can't stand scenes where a lot of things get broken Mm -hmm. or pushed over. Like it, as an adult, it makes me so anxious. I'm like, who's going to clean that? That, I mean, I hate that that's my first thought, but that's my first (laughs) thought. And so this truck spills and poop everywhere, all over the road. Just it splashes those cops. It, no, well, not yet. Well, yeah, I guess that's a little bit because then they're, um, they're laying sideways and, (laughs) They, Stick upside down. They end up getting out of the, the car. And then while they're like talking to the police and a cleanup <laughs> crew, trying to figure out who's going to clean this up, um, another semi truck comes by <laughs> and he doesn't see the wreck until the last second and slams the brakes <laughs> and it topples over and it's a, a semi truck full of paper, toilet paper. Yeah. And it shoots out. What's the chances out. of that? <laughs> yeah. And then it splashes poop on everybody again. Ugh. And... <laughs> Then they got to walk home. (sighs) Not only do they have to walk home from... Covered in poop. Yeah. And just devastated having seen (laughs) Jimmy King lose. (laughs) That made for a really good story, though, because then they come up with their plan. Oh, to get Jimmy King That's a great scene to start off with, honestly. Thanks. Mm -hmm. My next scene is also random. (laughs) So Sean has a crush on this girl named Brittany Uh that works at a... uh, taco and sandwich place i don't know i mean it's no different from a taco bell kfc come on <laughs> i guess i well yeah, it kind of is you can get a bucket and a burrito yeah but you can't get a sandwich like not like a hamburger no but i mean there are some hellacious combos out there <laughs> there are what is it dunkin donuts and baskin robbins now how what is wrong with that that sounds glorious to who ice cream and donuts I are uh, yeah, ice cream and donuts. I, coffee. I, and I donut. would like, but see, uh, I like donuts hot. Jesus. I don't like do- donuts cold. I like donuts hot. Get a hot donut. Say warm yeah. that ish up. You don't <laughs> tell them to warm anything up. They it should come out warm. Well, they have to make so many donuts. What? It, whatever. It's whatever. Anyway, you want Gordy fresh gives, off the rack like Krispy Kreme. Yes. <laughs> that hot side's on. You got to got to stop. Oh God. <laughs> Anyway, so there's this this girl named Brittany, and Sean is given a hard time by Gordy because Gordy's always saying stuff when Sean tries to talk to this girl because he's really awkward with her. Yeah, he has a crush on her, I I think. Yeah, and Gordy's like, they get up to this window to order their food, and Gordy's like, Sean would like Brittany's taco to cheese all over. Por favor. (laughs) (laughs) What else does he say? Oh, cold today, hot tamale. (laughs) Yeah. That's what he's I just, remember. He just doesn't stop. Hot tamale. Sean gets mad and punches him in the chest. 
And then there's that other girl that works there that actually has a crush on Sean. Mm -hmm. And she actually likes wrestling. She does. I can't think of her name. I can't either. Oh, shoot. (laughs) She has an annoying voice, though. I know. It's very childish, like Mm -hmm. high-pitched childish. It's weird. Um, (laughs) Good Lord. This scene's funny, though, because then they're just sitting by their poop truck eating sandwiches, making bracelets. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, wicked. (laughs) No, what would King do? (laughs) That rocks. That rocks hard. That rocks hard, man. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's a buddy comedy. I know. I know. All right. So my next scene. I feel like they wanted to do like Dumb and Dumber meets WCW. Kind. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. That's what it's giving. (laughs) Um, My next scene is they have decided now they cannot let King go out like this. This cannot be the end of Jimmy King. So they come up with this whole plan to go find Jimmy King and to bring him back to glory, right? Mm-hmm. And the scene is when they fir- they finally, they go through all this crap, but they find where he lives and it's like a trailer park and an RV. <laughs> and he's dressed Just like a chick. as a woman. And they're trying, to, they're trying to convince him to come back to wrestling. And he's like, I'm not coming back. And they're asking him like, can I just have five minutes of your time, please? And How much while, you got? Yeah, he tells him to, like, go get some beers. and. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, while they're sitting in the the actual truck with him, he's trying to kick him out. And they're, they're, like, taunting him and saying, King me, King me, because they want him to fight. And he's like, I don't fight, I don't fight. And then finally he grabs Sean, I think Sean first, I can't remember who first, and ends up doing his signature move and King's him. Yeah, he hits him with a... Uh, a sledge and maybe David Arquette that gets king first and then it might be I think he, no 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 uh, he said me next me next he does and he's like they're all Puts excited to out. get just whipped by <laughs> Jimmy King. I love when they sing that song to him Jimmy <laughs> yeah. yeah he'll rule that ass <laughs> I say that all the time oh my god uh, yeah, it's just really embarrassing. These grown men are just like in love with Jimmy King. They and, also like failed to uh, like the growing up part of life. And the thing is, Jimmy King is trying to tell them it's silly. He's like, it's all fake. It's a show. It's like a dance. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we're just dancing up there. Just dancing. And they're like, uh-uh. Remember when you broke your back? <laughs> yeah. He's like, when oh, you my. broke your neck and then came back the next night to fight uh, Goldberg? He's like, oh, my God, you guys, it's fake. And they're like, "Uh uh-uh, no. And they just keep giving him all these um, (laughs) ridiculous storylines that were obviously Just these acts of a higher being that just brought him back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it happens again later when they go to see Jimmy's parents when they're on the hunt for him. And they're like... Oh, they start telling him his story and they're like, that never happened. (laughs) Yeah, and like, remember when you died? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! That whole scene just inside the RV is hilarious. It is. It's a, that's a that's a funny scene. <laughs> oh man! Uh, my next scene uh, is when Jimmy King is on this redemption path. You know, he's trying to uh, work out. He wants to make everything right that he's done wrong in his life. Mm-hmm. He has a wife that he hasn't seen in a long time, and a son. Eugenia. Yeah. What's his son name? 
Earl. I guess, I have, I guess I don't it's know. Junior, right? Jimmy King Jr.? Yeah. We'll just go with that, just... Junior. Well, <laughs> they surprise, uh, or Jimmy King tries, tries to surprise him, and he gets kicked in the nuts by his chick. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> She tells him uh, she hopes his diddly turns black and falls in the crapper. <laughs> yeah, but it's her delivery of that. Yeah. Line. Hope your diddly turns black and falls in the crapper. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the son goes, or he starts talking to his son, and he's like, You ain't never been there for me, Dad. <laughs> and then he sees his teeth, and they're so jacked up. Oh, With, my. Somehow they put braces on those two. I don't even think they're braces. I'm not sure wait, what it is. <laughs> just wired chicken Like mesh. a weird retainer. <laughs> but King's like, Jesus, look at that grill. <laughs> His son takes off crying. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jimmy gets real serious and like, no matter what I do, I'm going to get that boy a damn good dentist. <laughs> <laughs> that scene, That scene will haunt my dreams because... She lives out in like the boonies and this, her like Like whole house is gross. Yeah. It's got like these like, like car carcasses everywhere. (laughs) I guess that's what you could call it. It's it's like a strip yard, but like they just sit there. Like she doesn't sell anything or nothing like that. It's just got car parts everywhere. It's just where craft gets dropped off. And she's wearing like those purple uh, leopard skin pants. Yeah. Like leopard leggings. See, she was red hot at the time, too. She'd just done, like, Sabrina the Teenage Witch and stuff. She was... I, I don't know how she got in that movie. Dude, I don't know. I didn't even cover her in the cast. That's I said there's so many people I yeah. didn't cover. Um, well, and actually, my next scene is when uh, Sean and Gordy are... They're still looking for Jimmy King. They haven't found him yet. And it's when they go to Eugenia's house first. Oh. And she comes outside and she's telling him that he's a deadbeat and he ran away and he owes her money. A and whore. Blah, blah, blah. She's a whore. <laughs> um, and again, they start spewing out all these things. And she's like, none of that's true, you idiots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but my favorite is when. He never, the only thing he ever gave me was a. <laughs> As a itchy crotch, uh, only thing he gave me was <laughs> like two said. kids and an itchy crotch or yeah. something like that. And then this is that's the line I was going to talk about where she's like, <laughs> You ever seen crabs up close? Want to see? <laughs> and Gordy says, Absolutely, Absolutely. yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean's like, No, 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 no. <laughs> Why? Why? Gordy, Jesus, that character, his character is so ridiculous. Yeah, he's silly. And he doesn't, he's not, not um, good with women. <laughs> and I will discuss that in another one of my scenes, how he does not know how to interact <laughs> with women. Um, but yeah, just the interactions with Eugenia are um, awful in the best <laughs> way. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. All right. What's your next scene? Oh, man. So throughout all this, uh, Gordy and Sean get a trainer for King that he's like a wrestling guru. Yeah. <laughs> His name's Sal Mandini. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, throughout all this, people keep telling Sal not to train him. And Sal uh, gets jumped while he's uh, closing his school for the day, a wrestling school. And he gets beaten up and put in the hospital. And <laughs> Gordy over here is his, the girl that he's with 
saying something to somebody, but he gets uh, Sal Butterfinger because that's what he wanted from the spinning machine. Uh-huh. And they go up, and I guess Sal never got the Butterfinger, but King looks uh, out the door, and he's like, can I have a Butterfinger too, baby? <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah. And then they're leaving, and Gordy's talking to this girl about how it is just not going to work out. Mm-hmm. You know, you only care about yourself. I care about King and getting him back where he needs to be. And then King starts talking negatively again. And Sean slaps him on the chest and says, you're the King. And he's like, oh, crush my Butterfinger, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he took freaking Sal's Butterfinger. <laughs> Either they got two Butterfingers or he took it. From no, he Sal. definitely took it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh, excuse my, or crush my butterfinger, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he, Oliver Platt's really fun in this movie. He was really great making that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, my next scene has <laughs> to do with uh, Gordy's girlfriend, fake girlfriend. He doesn't realize it. Yeah, I didn't want to talk too much about her because I knew you were gonna cover. Her. Yeah. So that would be Sasha, plays by played by Rose McGowan, and Sasha's one of the Nitro girls, right? That Gordy's mm-hmm. always had a crush on. Well. Um, oh my gosh, what's the bad guy's name? It's, uh, Sinclair. Sinclair. Thank you. Uh, Sinclair sends Sasha to, um, spy and she know he knows that Gordy is like in love with her. So she's, he tells Sinclair tells Sasha to go find Gordy and just like seduce him and get close with them so you can figure out where jimmy king is and what their plan is rose mcgowan this is the best she looked too really (laughs) yeah like this era rose mcgowan from like what like 96 to like 2001 Mm -hmm. i think that was when she was the hottest she was ever going to be rose mcgowan plays tatum in scream right Mm -hmm. so her and uh, David Arquette play brother, brother and sister, sister and scream and now they're love, love interest, interest which is ee. so <laughs> she feeds him Chinese food and he eats it so awkwardly oh my god <laughs> anyway she ends up taking him back to her room her place or whatever mm-hmm. that she's got and it's so late 90s 2000s <laughs> like the decoration well, like she has all these glamour dresses. shots of herself up like her promotional shoots or whatever speaking of she he's asking like which one's your favorite promo shot and he's <laughs> like oh I like when we were on the car and you're looking over your shoulder like <laughs> <laughs> he does the impression <laughs> he runs and jumps on a car but they're in her room and she's trying uh, she is willing to have sex with him <laughs> to to get Sinclair what he needs yes. right like, she doesn't care. She said, whatever, I'll have sex with this dude. And she's trying to sleep with him. She's trying to seduce him. And mm-hmm. he is just so inexperienced. He doesn't understand that's what she's doing. Show me some, <laughs> what she says, show me some of your moves. So he actually does, like, actual wrestling moves to her. <laughs> uh, she does. She jumps on the bed and she's like, show me some of those moves. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he ends up grabbing her and, like, throwing. Hit her with a suplex. <laughs> And she's like, oh, um, okay. Well, what if I brought out my secret weapons? And she rips her oh shirt off. Oh, my gosh. And he's, she's straddling him, right? She's on top of him. And she rips her shirt off. And he, his eyes just bulge out. So he's like, foreign object. And he socks her one. <laughs> slaps the crap out of her and starts beating her up. <laughs> Which I would never... Um, 
endorse hitting women. But let's, no. <laughs> let's say this scene was, it was funny. It was funny. And he <laughs> loses his mind. And the thing is, her character, Sasha, continues to see him <laughs> after this because she still doesn't know what their plan is. And it turns out that they don't know what their plan is. <laughs> but yeah, the whole the whole thing with Sasha where he dates her for five seconds is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. My final scene, I jumped right to the beginning of the movie. This is this was has always been my favorite part. Oh. <laughs> Why so, am I surprised? Go on. Yeah, so Sean and Gordy are just setting having a really fun time. They Gordy's living in his head about something. Mm. <laughs> and it turns to like this point where he's tag teaming with King. Oh, against he's Mach- having like a daydream. Yeah, Macho Man Randy Savage and the the clerk. <laughs> Which yeah. is, I think that's Dweezil Zappa. That's his name. Yeah, that's Frank mm-hmm. Zappa's son. Dweezil. Yeah. He did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Huh. Go Some on. We'll call that genius. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> anyway, so the Sean is trying to wake up Gordy. He's shaking him really hard, and <laughs> Gordy's just sitting there with his eyes open. <laughs> And the he lights comes are back, on, but no one's home. <laughs> it's because he gave himself such a bad brain freeze that he just he, he clocked out for a bit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it clocked out, but then like he had like the purple like the he had the Kool Aid mouth, man. Yeah, really bad. Like the five year old Kool Aid. And then mouth. Sean gets mad that he drank it all, <laughs> and he's like, "Don't worry about it. I'll get you another one." So Gordy starts walking into the place with his hand down the back of his pants, and he's like, "Gordy, <laughs> why is your finger in your?" Do you have your finger in your butt? Why does it look like you have oh, your finger in your Oh, why does it look like you have your finger in your butt? Then Gordy, like, he's, like, Sean's the idiot. Because I do. <laughs> yeah. And he takes, he p- takes that hand and puts it on the cup. And that's the guy for another slushy. And he's like, why? He's like, he's like, well, smell it. <laughs> he puts his butt oh. hand on his cup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will get you another one ASAP. Oh, my God. How did you drink that? <laughs> it's like the butt juice settled or the butt fruit settled at the bottom <laughs> yeah what's he say yeah it sounds like like my ass right yeah, yeah it's like a bear sour ass <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i will get you another one <laughs> asap <laughs> and he smells it like three times uh-huh. <laughs> i like how he just drops it in the trash too <laughs> he does the two finger pickup with it and just lets it fall a long ways how did you drink that <laughs> That's that's the best scene of the movie. Oh. As childish and silly as it is. I like the a dream lot of sequence. Humor. Humor, humor. That's fine. Try to pick on me. Humor. Um thought you were gonna talk about bones there for a second. Humorous. Oh. Um I went the other direction. Okay. And my last scene is the end of the movie. Oh. Um it's kind of a long sequence. I didn't know what to pick because I did like the uh the ultimate fight, you know, that happens at mm-hmm. the end. Sting and, as the hero. Yeah, shows up in the rafters. You know, when that movie first came out, all I was waiting on the whole time in the movie was Sting. Because he was building it. Yeah, and he was in it for like, barely, not even a minute. <laughs> I think he may have had 30 seconds, seconds of, of air time, of screen time. Oh, sorry. Um, So he, they have the, the fight and Gordy gets to be his... <laughs> Um, one of his tag partners his tag partners and sean is the manager and it's like everything sean sugar, sugar daddy duncan Don- yeah duncan duncan's is that how they pronounced it i don't know however we said his name was 
Well, the, I swear they say Duncan in the That's movie. That's what I thought too. But the way it was spelled. Dawkins. Dawkins. So he, he says it was like a southern draw, so it doesn't sound like anything Dawkins. we wanted to hear. Dawkins. Yeah, I guess. Ew, gross. Um. <laughs> Gordy, Gordy Boggs, a.k.a. the law. Oh, my God. Yeah, because his dad wanted to be a police officer. Yeah. And uh, he, they have the fight. They win. Whatever. And then it ends at the same gas station that it started at because then Sean, and, it's Sean telling the story of how they got here. Mm-hmm to these kids and the kids are like we don't believe you it's bs and then while they're saying that friggin jimmy king and gordy throw this dude out of the goldberg was it goldberg it was goldberg that threw him out because he's like now what now what now what do you say oh that's right i'm a bitch and you're my daddy (laughs) oh god um anyway yeah after they just go on this ridiculous unbelievable trip and the kids are like we don't believe you and then that happens and he goes well later kids and yeah. they just like, always reach, reach for your dreams <laughs> and he leaves and, and sal's in the uh back all healed up in a hot tub in a hot tub that's with right those girls <laughs> only in america <laughs> my god oh it's such a ridiculous movie it's so ridiculous. ridiculously fun <laughs> man but there's going to be some honorable mentions because <laughs> sal mandini for sure when he's uh, putting King in all the locks, mm-hmm. and then he beats up uh, Perry Saturn and Sid Vicious, the guys that try to attack him. Uh-huh. I love that part. <laughs> Who's your daddy, bitch? <laughs> that's my. That's one of my favorite lines in that movie too. Or when he tells them, "You don't, uh, you don't let go until you hear cartilage pop, or they crap out of the pants." <laughs> oh my god! Um, I was thinking of we didn't even mention. The kid that they get to use his computer. How do they the even ginger? know that? Yeah, how do they even know him? How they, they find found him? him randomly when they were at a gas station? Oh yeah, he was oh, playing, he was the, playing the video game. He was playing the Wait, Jimmy what? King video game. I thought it was a yeah because they put the quarter on the machine. It used to be a thing. You don't see that ever anymore. Yeah, that kid who's like <laughs> me and the King don't lose. <laughs> um, he can't do anything. His dad is kind of like Gordy's dad. Mm-hmm. Everything he does, he's like, I can't talk on the phone too long. My dad says talking on the phone is pussies. <laughs> Uh, they're not wrestlings for pussies yeah and then like his dolls which aren't dolls they're action figures um that whole thing because then that sh- that's when is... sean sings the britney spears song. yeah i was gonna say that scene gets really cringe <laughs> he was getting it too he was, he was dancing and like nobody's business like i don't know if they really actually played the song in his ear so he could just dance and he just came up with that or what but that was actually really fun for the scene uh speaking of sean there's the scene where him and that chick from the taco burger place have sex on the oh yeah on the bus and she runs out in the blanket and she's like bye sean (laughs) (laughs) and he has to run back to the bus naked not bus (laughs) rv whatever yeah i I think he just had on boots i don't know if he had on anything (laughs) um I love the part where uh, they're doing tryouts for King's Partners and the guy's auditioning for Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Is this not auditions for Oklahoma? No. No. <laughs> um, oh, shoot. I know there's more that yeah, there's, I'm missing. Yeah, there's plenty. Uh, there's the fight scene where DDP gets put through the three-layered uh, cage. Mm-hmm. That is still impressive because I don't know why they even bother building that. 
Yeah. I don't know. Overall, lots of ridiculous. Oh, the toilet. old lady. Oh, yeah, that's my bring me back a Bring me back a t-shirt. A really tight one. That's Christmas, Mackenzie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about her. <laughs> oh, Lord. She was red hot at the time, too. She had just done, like, Wedding Singer and stuff. Yeah, she would have. Crazy. Well, what about some trivia, John? You ready for some trivia? Well, that's why I asked. But are you ready? Oh, boy. All right, so around the time this movie came out, uh, it was in David Arquette's contract. He had to make appearances for uh, WCW as well. Okay. So they wrote him on there as an actual character. Like the script writer. Well, I, the booker is what it is in wrestling. Uh-huh. Vince Russo, of all people, who is universally hated by wrestling fans. So. Wrote for David Arquette. Did David Arquette do this movie because he was a wrestling fan? Or did he do this movie and become a wrestling fan, do you think? No, he was a wrestling fan. Uh, he didn't accept any money for this movie either. Really? Yeah, he donated all of his earnings to uh, Brian Pillman's family, who had died, uh, I think, a year or two before. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. That's what gets lost in all this. Like, to this day, David Arquette is given a very hard time about all this. And he's gotten, like, the, that hard complex now where he's trying to be a pro wrestler. And he got hurt yeah. really bad. He did that documentary. Ooh. Yeah, David kill. Arquette won't... won't you can't, you can't kill, kill David, David Arquette. Arquette. Yeah. And it's just... It's it's embarrassing and it's it's sad. Yeah, I mean... It, I wouldn't say it's as bad as, like, uh, what happened to Corey Feldman. <laughs> like, his falling off his getting yeah, older is really bad yeah i don't know what's worse wanting to be a rock star wanting to be a wrestler i guess <laughs> i don't know when you're middle-aged uh sal mandini his whole character is based off of uh the legendary Stu hart he was known for being very rough of people they had a where he trained wrestlers was called the dungeon in their basement <sighs> and he was he was known for being incredibly strong and misleading Mm-hmm. With how physical and stuff he could be, because mm-hmm. he was a world class boxer and wrestler as a younger younger man. The uh, the father of Brett Noen Hart. The younger generation would call that a sleeper build, where you look kind of just like a normal average dude, and then you flex, and it's like or or woman a person mm-hmm. a normal person, and then you flex, and you're like, oh my god, where did those muscles <laughs> come from? <laughs> so um. I mentioned Vince Russo wrote for David Arquette. David Arquette has a hard time against Vince Russo because of how badly he's been treated ever since doing this movie. Because they put WCW's uh, championship belt on David Arquette. In the movie? In real life. Oh, okay. Oh, they had him do a wrestling match and he won. That's Yeah. And he's regretted it ever since. David's regretted? Mm Mm-hmm. Which I've never been a big fan of Vince Russo's writing either. He takes a lot of credit for things he didn't really do. Here's the thing, though. I understand. I mean, it's kind of, it's like a soap opera. It's like a favorite movie, TV show. But I feel like the fans also have to... You have to acknowledge at one to, point that it's a, just a show. But you also have to... It, suspension of, of disbelief is what's hard. But another thing is, I think people want real heroes. Mm-hmm. Like, when, you, when I was a kid, it was Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage... Mm-hmm. guys like that and then wcw just like vincerson never got that it was about the heroes 
he thought anybody could be the the champion for them and it killed their company like Mm -hmm. this movie led to the bigger downfall for wcw because they couldn't recover from it well and i think i'm already gonna recant what i just said because i had tv shows that i like and watch and i obviously know that they are not real that these are actors and they're playing a part Mm -hmm. but then the directors the writers whoever will do something to the the characters to the show and i'm mad and i don't want to finish it Mm -hmm. so yeah i get it if wrestling fans watching yes they know that it's not real that it's scripted whatever but then when you have some um you know uh I don't know what you would call it, but if you throw in this random element, it's like, why did you do that? Yeah, we talked about that all the time with Dexter, about how bad that show jumped. Mm-hmm. Like season four was its peak, and it's the, definitely the best season. And then season five is such a horrible, just fall down a cliff. And then more recently, I think of Vampire Diaries, which I know oh, is yes. more of, but it's, I just started reading the book because I was curious. Mm-hmm. First of all, the book nothing like the tv show i'll cover it in patreon eventually don't you worry or if you're uh some of our other friends like matt and tony uh josh and a few others like game of thrones mm-hmm. walking dead uh walking i could dead watch was a walking one. dead because of some of the characters they added it wasn't yeah. even the characters they killed off it was the characters they added it was ezekiel and the tiger for me that i was just like what are we what are we doing guys <laughs> for me it was Negan I know you're gonna say Negan it wasn't just Negan though it was like Rick and I thought they kept too many people on the show too long um well that's the big complaint with uh, Stranger Things and even the cast themselves I think Millie Bobby Brown herself who plays Eleven has come out and said that she's kind of annoyed with the writers the the brothers who wrote the show because she's mm-hmm. like they're afraid to kill off characters because people like them and it's like there's almost too many of us now. People have to go. But they've already said Stranger Things is coming to a close. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Season five's anyway. it. And I swear, I swear to you, if they just like kill everyone off, that's going to make me even more mad. Like at this point, we've already, you can kill some characters, but if they end the show by just saying, okay, we killed everybody, how's that? Like, well, that would make me mad. I just don't too. know how I could ever recover with that show because. I thought Billy was a better character than a lot of characters they have on the show. Oh God! And they had no, and they had no problem killing him off, and I was really upset about that. That hurt my heart. I was so sad to see Billy go. You know, I thought I was sad the first season when they knocked that girl out immediately, and I Mm. said, "You know what's sad?" Barb. Barb. Yeah. And I was just like, "Justice for Barb, dude." So was the rest of the world, and like she deserved better. You know. Yeah. Um, If she wouldn't have had such a boring character, it would have been okay for her. She didn't even have time to get an arc. They just made her Nancy's boring friend. And I'm like. And then Nancy ended up being really boring. <sighs> she didn't do nothing. She just hooked up with two guys and that's it. <laughs> that is it. Anyway, that just goes to show you there's a lot of TV shows that you can start and love, absolutely love, and that it just it can be ruined in an instant. Why? Yeah. Why do they do that? I mean, don't they test these things before Bad business it goes decisions. Out? It's always talk, talked about. You know how many movies come out? Uh, they'll go to a test audience and then they're like, it did not test well. We have to reshoot a bunch of stuff. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Do these not go to test? Not, not all the time. I mean, TV TV's, shows TV's are harder to do that for. Because of the quick turnaround. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to guarantee your season by a date. That's why they, like movies can be pushed back. TV shows, it's hard. Like mm-hmm. you remember the outcry people had over uh, Stranger Things when it took two years off? every between every season it's years i mean these kids are adults now they are grown i mean <clears throat> millie bobby brown is 
engaged mm-hmm. to John Bon Jovi's son. Yeah. They're about to get married. The like, one that played for Notre Dame. She's an adult. What is going on here? And it they're supposed happens. to be playing like 12 and 13 year olds. Come on. I don't know. It, that shit doesn't work. Like we tried to watch Stranger Things chapter or Stranger Things. It chapter two. Oh. And I was like, you guys should have just went right into filming just to get this, these scenes. Cause you knew you're going to use them anyway. Get the, the CGI looks awful. Yeah. Oh, the CGI was so bad. Chapter two in both movies sucked. <laughs> The original uh, made for TV and the new one. I'll, yeah. I'll say that without a doubt in my mind. Those two sucked. Mm. Chapter one of each one, phenomenal. God, we should just do a bonus episode of us just diving into all just of dumping on movies. these shows and these movies that hurt us deeply. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back to Ready to Rumble trivia. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, this was John Cena's first movie and first uh, public appearance in any kind of thing to have to do with wrestling. He's one of the uh, background guys in the gym. Oh, I was going to say, I do not and he's remember super John jacked. Is he? I had to look. I looked it up because I was like, John Cena. And then sure enough, there he is. Prototype John Cena with the blonde flat top and everything. Huh. All right. Well. Uh, Shane Hurricane Helms. Uh-huh. Who was a up and coming wrestler? He did all of David Arquette's uh, hard stunts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The original person to play Martin Landau's part as uh, Sal uh-huh. was supposed to be played by Jack Palance, but he was really sick and died not too long before this movie came out. Yikes. <laughs> um, the beginning scene with the that big tag team match. Yes. It has like um, Billy Kidman, uh, Juventud Guerrero, Prince Ikea, and Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio yes. hurt his freaking knee. No, come on. <laughs> yes. And that, he was sidelined for, I think it was like six or eight months. Holy and now, you, it, as soon as I read that, it made me think of this old WWE thing where they were talking about how wrestling's not fake. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is Rey Mysterio goes, I've had six surgeries on my right knee. Oh my God. <laughs> It's like he's had more than that. That d- that dude was known to be hurt. Oh man, he spent I'm, more time hurt than he did wrestling. Rey Mysterio. Yeah, God, that was that was a wrestler I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I liked him when he had a mask. This was unmasked Rey Mysterio all through that movie. Oh. I hated that one. Okay. Uh, Scott Con, who plays Sean, yeah. did all his own stunts. All right. Well. And I guess they were saying he was he was very gifted. He could have been. A, a good wrestler if he would have taken it serious. Hmm. Look at that. <laughs> um, the whole Jimmy King versus Diamond Dallas Page thing, it's a playoff of uh, what happened at Survivor Series 1997 between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. It's known as the Montreal Screwjob. Oh, okay. It was something that was supposed to be... They had a finish they were supposed to do. They flipped the script and uh, did another thing but didn't tell Bret. Oh. So they played off of that. And this is while they had Bret Hart hired under contract, by the way. But Bret Hart was at odds with the company. So they did him dirty twice. So I don't know if you're going to cover this or not. I don't want to jump the gun here. But is Jimmy King based off of anyone specific? Yes. Okay. He's a mix between um, Ric Flair. Okay. And I'm, I'm trying to think of who the other one was I was reading about. I assume just because he's pompous. That's the Ric Flair yeah. thing. <laughs> Uh, they used, I know it was Ric Flair for, for, for certain he was, Oh, um, they used portions of Hulk Hogan. They wanted him to be larger than life, like Hulk Hogan, but be an ass like Ric Flair. And he had the build of neither. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the big joke, maybe. I mean, no offense to... <laughs> you know how you talked about Rose McGowan, how when we watch this movie, you're always like, she sticks out like a sore thumb in this movie. Yeah, I guess. She hated doing this movie. You don't say Three that. times she threw it in the trash and then took it because she had to pay for something. I could see that, though, especially just how Rose McGowan is today and how outspoken she is about stuff. I I am surprised that she took it. <laughs> uh, there were plans to do a sequel, but once WCW had all of its polling, uh, funding pulled, no studio would even think about picking up a script. For You said a sequel? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. The last thing I'll leave off on... Um, so... As a longtime wrestling fan, David Arquette was under like some kind of um, contract. I guess it's called a Legends contract in WWE, mm-hmm. where if he was asked to do certain appearances, because they bought out certain portions of WCW and its properties, WWE did. Okay. David Arquette falls under that because he was under a talent contract when they closed their doors. Aw, jeez. <laughs> okay. So... Anytime he's asked like serious questions, uh, he can show up on WWE and uh, be interviewed. Hmm. And it's hard for him to say no to because it's still under a contract for so many days. Um, like to this day? To this day. It's by appearance, so they use it sporadic. Oh, so he has to show up X amount of times. Mm-hmm. And there's just no reason to ever have him. So he's going to be under their thumb forever. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I think they really thought WCW was just going to, this was going to be a launching pad to get them back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did. This Fans were really upset about this movie. I'm, this is going to be, this will be the last thing. Okay. <laughs> fans were really upset that they, because uh, another person that they used to in mind for Jimmy King was Jerry the King Lawler. But this is mm-hmm. when Jerry the King Lawler was... And it kind of being scrutinized about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like he had just went, had to go to trial over some very like. Serious stuff. Yeah. Taboo stuff. Oh. And he was back in WWE doing the puppy, puppy, puppy thing about girls, boobs and stuff. What? It was the, it was this, it was this, a different era. Like, I just don't know what that is. <laughs> like yeah, brawn panties matches and all that. And King's supposed to be like the perverted guy. But uh-huh. then it turns out. He is kind of a ultra perverted guy. In like, real life. Went to, had, had to go to trial and all that. Young well, girlfriends. I wonder whose idea it was for him to play a pervert. Just hiding in plain sight. Yeah. He probably pitched it himself. I don't know. I, I don't know anything about him. Don't come for me wrestling people. Yeah. Another <laughs> thing is fans are upset that not a single member of the NWO was represented as an NWO member. And they were the hottest thing in in WCW. No Hogan. Macho Man was in the movie, but not as uh, Madness. Mm. Uh, Conan was in the movie, but not as a member of the NWO. Hmm. Well, whatevs. That's their choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we ready to rate this thing? I'm ready. Okay. So, re-watch ability. Um, was that a beer be fest? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll be honest. Like... All joking aside, this is always a fun movie, and we bring it up a lot to watch. We do. We quote it a lot. It's just one of yeah. those, you know? I, I'll give it... I'm going to give it a four as far as rewatch goes. Like, Legacy, though? I'll, we'll get to that. Uh, I was going to give it a three and a half, so not far off. Yeah. 
it's still a fun movie. I mean, there are just times where I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not watching that movie, but I do. I like to quote it. I think it's fun and funny for the most part. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. This movie has has moments and it's a it's a timepiece. Mm-hmm. It just it encapsulates the 90s and early 2000s so well. Like I, like the whole Y2K thing. It's right there. Yeah. That generation. All right. Second thing we're going to rate it on is the look <coughs> and f- no. No, we're going to rate it on its uh, Are you legacy. Sure? I feel like I do this every time. Legacy. And, all right. It's the legacy. I feel like legacy should be last. But well, we can do it last this time. Go ahead. We'll do uh, the look aesthetic. and feel. Well, you just said it's it's got that turn of the century. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it uses a lot of popular pop music and for some reason, a lot of 80s music. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. One of the things with that the really the nuns. We, we forgot that part. The nuns. Yeah. Uh, one scene that sticks out to me is a very two thousand nineties into two thousand things, and this is so silly. It's the bracelet. What would King do? Because all oh, the WWJD yeah. stuff. Just and even at let's think beyond that. Let's think Live Strong and mm-hmm. all those rubber bracelets and yeah, just, like the. Uh, in, in remembrance bracelets it was very fashionable in the 90s for all you youngins to make and it's coming back making yeah. like friendship bracelets and stuff that that is like a real tell for me or the, the jellies WW, um kd what would king do <laughs> i had to think <laughs> wwkd wicked <laughs> um was, but you see like sean carrying around a cd player you know how nostalgic that was Mm-hmm. Cause I remember you had to hold that damn thing like just level, or it wouldn't play the CD right ever. Anti skip was BS. None of none of them no. are anti skip. If anything, it made it skip worse. I mean, the one thing that's going to date it absolutely and Hairstyles? is always no, that's just always going to have it solidified in that time. Is the, the wrestling matches is seen wrestling oh, at yeah. the time? If you are privy to what wrestling looked like in the '90s and the early 2000s. That's it. First of all, mm-hmm. you had the Nitro Girls. Second of all, you had WCW, neither of which exist anymore. Like, yeah. Another thing is it, how wrestlers, I would, I guess you would say, competed. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of, it, it, to me, it's just different. Like you see guys in this movie, you know who are top guys, you know who are mid level guys, and you know who are these guys that should just only be opening the, mm-hmm. the show. Like if a guy's coming out wearing like camo stuff and all that, that that's like a no limit soldier thing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, those guys weren't getting hardly any time on TV. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's that's the one thing that absolutely dates it is just the wrestling. Yeah, I could agree with that. So the look and feel, I realize after saying all that. Um, it's a five. I don't see why it wouldn't be. It's just, it's for its time. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think I, it was cast well. And very, it, It's got a really good cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the last thing we're going to rate it on is the legacy. Oh, probably a, I can't even say that because wrestling fans hate Vince Russo. And then from that, they always take shots at David Arquette. I think there's a very small group of people who genuinely enjoy this movie um for what it is um 
If you're not a diehard wrestling fan like me, I didn't. I watched wrestling growing up. I didn't really care. I didn't get same. into it. So this movie didn't. Uh, same, John. Oh no, I like wrestling. I know, but I never got into it like deep. I would watch oh, it, yeah. occasionally. But other than that, I knew what it was, <laughs> and that's about as far as my knowledge went. So watching this movie didn't hurt my feelings at all. I didn't know anything about the writer and all that mess, and it didn't bother me. So for just the average watcher and person of with wrestling knowledge, it's an entertaining movie. Very. I just think this movie has no cult following or nothing like that. Even the wrestling mm. community, most of them don't recognize this movie. Yeah. And it's, a, it's fun. This is a weird one. I don't ever see I probably see have this. to give it like a one or two. Yeah. I don't ever see this brought up anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going with a one on it. Yeah. And overall, that's what's... That's what was hard for me is the overall part of it. I would give it like a two and a half or a three. Maybe. And that, I think that's being very generous. I would go with uh, like a three also because it is a fun movie to watch. I don't want to watch it all the time, but I, I will watch it. Um, it's not. It's just it's really childish humor. <laughs> so, um I mean, it's it's a movie you can put on and not really have to pay attention to. No, and it's still entertaining. Like, your sister brings it up all the time that mm-hmm. our, our niece should watch it at least once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still a fun movie. I would still suggest watching it. Um, yeah, that's about, a, that's about it, I think. Yeah. There's nothing really else to say about this movie. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. I don't even know if it's streaming. I did not look to see if it was or not. I guess I could have, but... That's fine. Um, it says you can watch it on YouTube, so no. <laughs> if YouTube's the first thing that pops up, you can purchase it on Amazon Prime, Vudu, Apple TV, etc., etc. It does say it's on YouTube for free. I assume that's YouTube Red and yeah. not good old free YouTube. All these streaming services. My goodness, does it ever end? I would guess you still have to pay for it. <sighs> Probably. I don't know. Anyway, um, that's going to wrap up this week's episode. So if you stick around. It was fun. Next week is our last episode before Christmas. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's see what we what we pick out of the old, Santa old catalog. Oh, yeah. Santa sack. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Next week on the Retro Club. It's the first thing I think of is Oh the my music. gosh, I think I, I, just reading your mind, is it going to be, does that do a Judge Reinhold? I, I, you just said, I said the first thing that comes to my mind is the music. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> singing like Peter Griffin for some I know. reason. I was thinking about Judge Reinhold. Oh. My weedy whistle. You know, it's so strange to see because this movie is probably my first introduction to him to judge reinhold really yeah well when you think about when it came out oh yeah 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 you would have been i am a couple years younger than you yeah um so this was my first intro to him so when i found out later he was in like what is it fast times yeah i'm beverly hills cop i said huh he was in gremlins also same guy Uh, yeah, that's true. For me, it was so weird seeing him try to play a dad or stepdad. 
and wearing the Bill Cosby sweaters. It was weird for me to see him other than that. See, I had the, yeah. the opposite of that. But Tim Allen, I've always liked Tim Allen. Yeah. I mean, he's made some choices. That I don't want to get into that kind of stuff. I, I don't the usually... Actor, is fine. I don't usually get into actors' personal lives. I mean, unless they're just absolutely vocal about their wrong opinions. <laughs> that yeah. sounds terrible. But if they, yeah, if they're just spewing nonsense, then I'm like, all oh, right, that's enough. Like, yeah. What is it? You can be a fan of the art, art, art but, but not, not the artist. Yeah. R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. First, first thought in I my know. head is bump and grind. It hurts. It sucks because, you know, that's music you grew up with. And then you got to look at him. You know how many people I know that own the fucking CD for Space Jam? (laughs) Just so they could have I Believe I Can Fly. More recently, J.K. Rowling and her awful opinions on trans people. And like, it just sucks for a community who, who found solace in her, like especially the gay community. And then for her to be like, except you guys like that hurts. Ouch. But mm-hmm. you still love Harry Potter. You still love the idea of Harry Potter. And yeah, I don't think it should deter you. If anything, you can just go to the Twilight. <laughs> I mean, it does uh, suck butts that, you know, you're giving your money to someone who doesn't deserve it. But here we are. They still did it. I know it. I, I'm also a fan of Harry Potter, but I'm not a fan of her beliefs and that sucks. And it's like, you know, See, you could have just left it at that, but then she had to double down and it's like but JK. <laughs> but that's the, the, it's the opposite for me. I liked the Fantastic Beasts uh, movies way better than the Harry Potter movies. It's still a creation of JK Rowling. That's the point I'm getting at is I like her work. I don't like her as a person anymore. Like it, it hurts because you could have just left it alone, but then she <laughs> double downed and I said, oh God, here we go. <laughs> I, I think she just got caught in a storm. It, there's, she could come back from that though. She had chances. <laughs> she had chances. I'm just trying to be the benefit of the doubt. I'm not defending her, and I'm not saying she was right or anything like that. I'm saying that she might have just got caught up in a storm. Merry Christmas. This is what happens around the holidays <laughs> <laughs> when families get together and like, you know what I think? No, yeah, I don't no. care what you think. <laughs> like when someone gets hit over the turkey. Oh no! <laughs> that mommy and daddy story. <laughs> Just why did this turn so dark? I don't know what happened? How did you end up bringing up J.K. Rowling from freaking Judge Reinhold? <sighs> I don't know. Judge why. Reinhold, who's a sweet human being, went from a weenie whistle, yeah, to J.K. Some... Rowling being upset about weenie whistles. <laughs> yeah, or lack thereof, weenie whistle, whatever you prefer. Oh no. Mixing and music by Kelsey Ingram. Cover art is by Megan Harris. Research is by John and Megan Harris. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher at RetroClubPod. Or visit our website at RetroClubPod.com for episode information and more. You can listen to the Retro Club on Podbean, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and more. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe, or we'll find you.